Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, August 8th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. James is off seeing straight white men, the subtitle of this show, uh, over at the Helen Hayes Theater on Tuesday night, so I am by my lonesome today. But before we get into the news, I want to clear something up that we mentioned on yesterday's show. James and I were both surprised in real time as we were reading Twitter, right as we were getting ready to record, that the planned White House protest that was organized by Seth Rudetsky and his husband James Wesley and Rosie O'Donnell um, wasn't actually occurring at the White House, but instead at the Kremlin Annex. Now, we both assumed that this was another name for, like, the Russian consulate or something. However, as I found out after the show, uh, that is actually a nickname that the organization Act Blue has coined for the White House. Of course it is. So you'll see where our confusion comes from. Anyway, I wanted to make sure that was clear. And now on to the news. What question would you ask me in your free tarot reading? Miss Cleo, you are the best. Call 1-800-311-1412. Yesterday evening, it was announced that the Tony-winning revival of Rodgers and Hammerstein's Carousel will close on Broadway on September 16th, just five weeks from now. We have been forecasting this for the past few weeks on our Tuesday Grosses episode, uh, but this is probably even a little quicker than I expected. Of course, this show was quite divisive amongst fans and critics alike when it opened earlier this year. Many thought that the revival directed by Jack O'Brien didn't really have a point of view to make it worth bringing back to Broadway with our modern sensibilities. However, the cast was primarily praised, especially Lindsay Mendez, who won a Tony Award for Best Actress in a Featured Role in a Musical, choreographer Justin Peck, also won a Tony in his Broadway debut, no less. However, as we've been noting on Tuesday's episodes recently, the grosses have been dipping to dangerous territory, and lead producer Scott Rudin doesn't suffer fools or underperforming shows. So that means that the 1,400-seat Imperial Theater will now be open for the fall. Now, of course, the last time Rudin announced a hasty closing, he replaced his soon-to-close Hello, Dolly!, with his To Kill a Mockingbird at the Schubert. So we could see another Rudin-produced show slip into this Schubert-owned house, or we could see another larger musical take the space. Perhaps Crazy For You or Tootsie or Dave or Ain't Too Proud. I know Adam Feldman, our friend, is uh, championing Moulin Rouge going in here, but based off the timelines that we're assuming with that show waiting until the summer to come in, that might be hard to get the Schubert's to hold on to. However, Dreamgirls played the Imperial during its original Broadway run, so it might be looking for a return, but I've been hearing that that will go into a different Schubert house, assuming they can stick it to the man and get the current tenant out in time for a spring opening. Personally, I wouldn't hate it if Rachel Chavkin got another chance at putting an inventive show into that space, but I think that even if Town's run in London goes well, that it'll probably try to stick to a size similar to the 1,120-seat National Theatre Olivier, uh, where it begins its run in November. Maybe something closer in size to like the Belasco or the Jacobs or the Court, depending on if any of those are available when Town is ready to come in. So, what do you guys think? What is or should be next for the Imperial? Hit us up on Twitter at Broadway Radio and me at BWW Matt. Okay, moving on. Yesterday, Off-Broadway's Signature Theater announced that stage and screen star Michael C. Hall will lead the upcoming revival of Will Eno's surreal one-man show, Tom Paine Based on Nothing. 
The show will play the Irene Diamond stage at the Pershing Square Signature Center from October 23rd through November 25th with an 11-11 official opening. Eno is the first playwright to have completed Signature's Residency 5, a unique program offering three full productions over the course of five years. This is his first legacy production since completing the program, which included productions of his play Title and Deed and the world premieres of The Open House and Wakey Wakey. Now, I mentioned that Tom Payne will play the Irene Diamond stage, and that's noteworthy because that is where Be More Chill is currently running. And basically, you can blame Tom Payne for the show not extending, uh, uh, even though it's sold out for its entire run. As we discussed earlier this week, I'll be shocked if Be More Chill isn't playing somewhere in New York in seven or eight months, but only time will tell because we know it will not extend at the signature. Tom Payne will be Hall's first off-Broadway production since the David Bowie and Enda Walsh musical Lazarus in 2015 at the New York Theatre Workshop, a production which he also took to London. Now for something completely different. Uh, This is less than confirmed news, so follow me here. For months, there have been rumors that pop star Camilla Cabello would be playing Maria in Stephen Sondheim's film adaptation of West Side Story. Much of that speculation came from a seemingly random Twitter post back in April in which she tweeted an uncaptioned picture of Claire Danes from Baz Luhrmann's 1996 film Romeo Plus Juliet. I know. Well, yesterday, someone named Mike Adams, um, not sure who he is, but apparently he is a midday host on WNEW 102.7 in New York. He tweeted out, quote, looks like an official announcement may happen soon, exclamation point. Hashtag Camilla Cabello has reportedly been cast as the lead in Steven Spielberg's hashtag West Side Story, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. If you are unfamiliar with Cabello as I was, she's a former member of the pop group Fifth Harmony before she went solo. She was born in Eastern Havana, Cuba. Her mother is Cuban and her father is Mexican. She lived in Cuba and Mexico before moving to Miami at the age of five. Her self-titled album hit number one in the U.S. earlier this year. Who knew, right? And has already been certified as platinum. And last year, her song Havana, featuring Young Thug, of course, was number one on the Billboard charts. So as you can hear underneath me right now, not the normal type of voice that you would associate with Maria, but as I've said for years, and Broadway fans always want to argue with me, I'm looking at you, Alan Henry, the people who get cast as leads in movie musicals are rarely people who would be cast on stage in the same roles on talent alone. Now, obviously, if Hugh Jackman wanted to do a Broadway production of Les Mis, they would let him play whatever part he wanted, Valjean or whatever. But on talent alone, he probably can't sing that score. But it doesn't matter. It's a movie. So who knows what this score will be like. Maybe Cabello has a great soprano voice. We have no idea. We'll just have to wait and see if she is in fact cast. Onto the other side of the star-crossed lover pair. Now, I have no information on this whatsoever. This is pure speculation. But former Billy Elliot turned your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man Tom Holland would make a really compelling choice as Tony opposite Cabello. We'll see what happens. Anyway, up next at his subculture concert that we talked about on yesterday's show, Jason Robert Brown announced that he would be going into the studio to record a new cast album for Songs for a New World with the cast 
of the New York City Center's Encore's Off-Center production that ran back in June. That cast, of course, includes Shoshana Bean, Colin Donnell, Michael Kilgore, and Soleil Pfeiffer. Well, apparently they wasted no time because they were in the studio yesterday. JRB and Jeffrey Lesser will produce, and Stacey Mendich will executive produce. Ghostlight Records, of course, will release the album at a date to be announced. In an interesting bit of news, yesterday Broadway.News reported that for this fall's semester, New York University will launch a Broadway orchestra initiative designed to train musicians to work in a Broadway pit. The initiative will be led by famed Broadway MD Ted Sperling, and John Miller, who has been the music coordinator on more than 130 Broadway shows, will serve as the program's artistic advisor. Now, this program will not only teach the technical aspects of being a Broadway pit musician, but it will also aim to prepare students for how to break in to that very exclusive industry. This is cool. I, I haven't heard anything like this before, so good for you, NYU. And finally, yesterday, Billboard, of all places, had an exclusive early listen to a track from Jessica Vosk's upcoming album, Wild and Free. Before I knew this was happening, I DM'd the album's producer, Robbie Rizal, second diva Robbie name drop in two days, by the way, and I told him that this song was one of my two favorites on the entire album. It's not what you would normally think. It is a cover of the 1971 folk song by Melanie, just one name, Melanie, uh, called Brand New Key. Now, kids, this even predates your old Uncle Matt a little bit, but back in the day, you needed a key to tighten the wheels on your roller skates. That's the key that's being referenced. Of course, there may or may not be some innuendo in that song as well, but I'll leave that up to the ear of the behearer. Interestingly enough, Kat McPhee covered the song on her 2009 album, Unbroken, and another track on Vosk's album is What Baking Can Do from Waitress, which of course, Catherine McPhee is singing eight times a week for another about week and a half over the Brooks Atkinson Theater. And folks, that is an example of the hard-hitting analysis that you can only get here on Today on Broadway. But in seriousness, Vosk's album is fantastic. I think it's going to surprise a lot of fans who only know her as Elphaba or from Acera or from Cabarets and thinks that all she can do is belt to the high heavens, which she can and which she does on the album. But there are so many different styles and textures to her voice on the album. I highly recommend that you get it when it's released on Friday. Anyway, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMAT. James and I will be back to talk to you tomorrow to get you ready for your Thursday. So until then, have a great hump day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Should get together 